0: I am running a free class this coming Tuesday, entitled Anger and Anxiety to Peace and Possibility, Trying to Conceive in Turbulent Times. If you want to come along and learn some techniques and experience some ways to actually shift how you're feeling in the moment, then please do come and sign up at embracefertility.co.uk. Welcome to the Embrace Fertility podcast. I'm Naomi Wolfson. I'm a therapist who specializes in supporting women through trying to conceive and treatment, and then through pregnancy and birth following infertility. My partner and I went through almost four years of infertility, which included IUIs, IVF, anxiety, surgery, and then a miscarriage, before we went on to conceive both of our ginger children naturally. I now run a 12 week mind-body program, guiding women through the five steps of my unique embrace fertility method, comfort, coping, connection, clearing and creating. On this podcast, I offer emotional support and share mind-body techniques to help you find calm and confidence and ultimately find yourself again while waiting for your baby. A trigger warning for this episode, I discuss the recent changes to abortion rights in the US and It's obviously an incredibly triggering topic, so please don't listen to this episode if you feel you may be triggered. I talk a little about what these changes could mean to the fertility community over the coming days, weeks, and months, but if you'd rather just get that information, then I've included a link in the notes of a really informative article from IVF Babble, which discusses this. Thank you. Oh, I have been so angry for the past 10 days. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll be very aware of that. Um, since the overturning of Roe versus Wade in the US and the laws concerning abortion rights, I have my entire feed, as you can imagine, see working in the fertility community, I follow a lot of other fertility coaches, keep on top of, sort of fertility information and news, women's rights, and obviously following so many of you that are trying to conceive yourselves. And, oh my God, my feed is just blown up with stories of, you know, the impact that this is having on you now in the moment, the impact that these changes... Um, have made will make rather for future women uh, just, uh, i just ah, it can't even get my head around how like how in 2022 our children will be born and raised in a society that if you're in the u.s will be born in a society that has less rights than their grandmothers when it comes to their own bodies it's ju- uh, it's just driving me absolutely crazy anyway Then, so there's the, you know, there's the first off of basically taking away the right of a woman to decide what she does with her body. You know, she conceives, you know, accidentally, in the majority of cases, (laughs) accidentally, most people are not using abortion as contraception, as seems to be some of the main um, pro-life campaigners' um, argument And it's like, that's such a, you know, minority of what's going on. Anyway, um, so the, we then look at, okay, so this is, this is what's happening there. How does this then impact the fertility community? If we're now saying, as soon as a woman is pregnant, as soon as egg meets sperm, that is then a life, a person... With rights, what the hell does that do to IVF? If it's saying every single collection of cells is then a person and needs to have rights, we're not going to be allowed to do IVF, are we? We're not allowed, we're not going to be allowed to be playing with science and creating little humans. No, oh, the implications of what this change could mean over the coming weeks, months, years is mind-boggling, completely mind-boggling. And for 10 days, I, I could not move past that. I could not move past the injustice, the illogical decisions. I've seen some of the footage of the arguments being made in court by people who have the most notable... a a man who is obviously supposed to, you know, be there giving his educated opinion on changing these laws, who had no clue that an ectopic pregnancy could in no way become a viable human being. He was like, could we not take that, you know, could we not take that child and reposition that child into the womb? Um... And the woman answered me, she was like, no, that makes no logical sense. It's never going to happen. It's not possible. That science does not exist. If it did exist, we would be using it, obviously, because there are so many women out there who are trying to get pregnant and trying to have babies. And then, you know, you think you're pregnant, and then it's that topic. Anyway, Hmm. so the anger, which as you can see, I haven't quite moved on from that place yet, was consuming me. And it was pretty much all I could think about, all I could talk about was like, this is happening and I can't, I just can't get my head around it. I'm so angry at the injustice, at this, how ridiculous this is and how many, not just women, how many people, how many lives are going to be disrupted by this. Not just the women who are, Pregnant, who are now going to be forced to carry that child to a full term, but their their partners if they're with them by their family, by their existing children, anyway. <laughs> so, yesterday I was like, Right, the anger now. So, I started off, I was like, Right, what can I actually do? There's no point me just being angry. How can I use that anger for good? How can I take how I'm feeling? and do something, because if something is neutral to us, if something has no emotional resonance, which residence, is neutral. If something happens, you know, we see a post, and we go, oh, all right. mm-hmm. you know, scrolling by, scrolling by, scrolling by. Something sees you, that ang- you see something that angers you, you take action. You're like, oh, hang on, go in, read more, engage. And so I was like, right, what can I do? So I've been sharing articles about how this could impact the fertility um, community. I have been supporting clients who are, you know, going through treatment in some of these states that are now changing the laws on, well, what happens if I do have an ectopic pregnancy? What if I get my test back and, you know, the baby, the embryo isn't viable? Ha- what, what happens then? Um, et cetera, et cetera. All, you know, this whole minefield of legalities, which has now changed overnight. Then I was like, right, okay, what do I do next? So I'm putting together a blog of resources with amazing articles on support. This is obviously incredibly triggering for so many of you. If you yourselves have either had abortion or maybe you've had recurrent miscarriage and the topic of abortion itself is obviously incredibly triggering, incredibly um, challenging when you can't even maybe imagine what it's like to get pregnant and not desperately want that baby. I know when I was going through infertility and I yeah basically found out the girl I'd been to school with um, had got pregnant and was actually in prison, um, you yeah, know, got pregnant, obviously in prison, got pregnant and then was, was, you know, going into prison. And I was so, I I can't Remember a time i 've ever been so angry in my entire life. the rage, even talking about it now, like the rage that I felt that you know someone like so sort of within my sphere, someone that I went to primary school with could um, you know get pregnant you know accidentally shouldn 't want this baby and be so in that in that life space that she obviously was not able to to have this child because you have to bring, And I just couldn't get my head around. I could not add I could not make it compute in my head why it, it felt to me as like why has that baby been sent to her and not to me when I am here desperately desperately wanting this child and I just couldn't for so long and also found out this joyous fact um, on Mother's Day as well I have no idea what <laughs> my mum told me and I was already in the bathroom sobbing at the fact that yet another year had gone past but that I was not pregnant and I was not a mother and here we were with my mum and my gran and my aunts and my cousins and everyone having this meal. And I was like, I should be pregnant or I should have, my children should be here. I should be celebrating this day with my children. And instead I'm in the toilet crying. And for some reason my mum thought that this story would be helpful. I don't (laughs) And from her point of view, she was saying like, I know it's so unfair. I know it's, you know, it's really awful. it it does you know, but sharing that, especially at that time, just sent me into this, this rage that I just, I just could not understand. And I was like, I do not, I don't get it. I do not understand. And for me, it felt like that I was raised, um, Church of England. Um, but so very lightly my parents were raised incredibly religious both catholic and decided that they both made a very conscious choice they did not want to raise us um catholic went to a church of england school and so kind of had this sort of loose loose religion that was like so it was religion used to pray um when i was younger and you know it was always part of um holidays and celebrations and but at and it, that moment it really did feel like oh my god like if there is a god what the mother of fuck like this is proof to me that there is no god because if god's up there and in my image of god i'm literally was like you know all right we you know where are we sending this next soul <laughs> for their like put life's purpose oh well here we go show pick Naomi and her husband been like happily married for a few years have known that they've always wanted children, you know, like for the past um, decade since they met. They were just waiting, you know, like the timing was right and their finances were right. And they were, you know, all set to go. Should we send the baby there? No, let's send it to this girl over here who is um, a drug drug addict and um, is off to prison, quite possibly, in three weeks time. Uh, uh, Where should we send the baby? And so... (laughs) To me, I just I just couldn't fathom that whatsoever. And so especially the topic of like abortion then was so like I just I couldn't I just didn't have the bandwidth to really comprehend it. Now, as I'm obviously working in this field, supporting women who in some cases have maybe had an abortion in the past, maybe need a termination now in the present moment for whatever reason. And just the Complexities of like I believe personally that abortion is essential childcare, whether or not the um, when you believe um, life commences when a you know a cluster of cells then becomes a person. That is obviously a very very personal decision, you know, but belief for each person. For me, I believe that when we can see that is then our you know our child is potentially coming but that doesn't mean that I think that the rights of a cluster of cells at a few you know a few weeks old is above and beyond the woman hosting as some of the phrases I've been seeing the host body not the woman carrying you know, the fetus, the embryo, the host body. And I'm like, she's not, she's not a host body. She is a woman with a life. And if that woman decides that she is not emotionally, physically, economically, spiritually ready to give that child life, not just physically let it grow in her womb, push it out, but to nourish that child, to love that child, to care for that child, to give that child the the life that it deserves, that each of us deserve. If someone is brought into this world to parents who do not love and care and cherish that tiny person, the emotional damage to that little life is indescribable this is what as i do as a therapist so many of us had these these upbringings that maybe weren't awful maybe you know they were great but we've all got emotional damage from the things that have happened to us in our lives and some people that i work with are dealing with huge massive traumas emotional and physical abuse Because they were born to parents who were not able to care for them. That were not able to love them and cherish them and nurture them and give them the unconditional love that each tiny little person is desperate for. And so for me to know that all these babies, all these little people, are going to be coming into the world to parents who do not want them. Ah... Fucking... It makes no fucking sense. When then, on the other hand, there's the fertility community who are desperate to become parents and are so ready and have so much love to give. And they're there and they're ready and they're waiting. And their chance to become parents may be taken away by these changes of laws. If they get their hands on IVF, if we're saying when an embryo meets... When an egg meets sperm is an embryo, it's a human life with rights... We're not going to be allowed to have IVF. We're not going to be able to be allowed to play, play God, do IVF, have science to create families. And it just, oh my God. Anyway, so, ah, breathe. So I was like, right, yesterday I was like, this is, I need to, I need to talk about this. I need to have a voice. With this, I need to be posting about stuff, even if it's controversial, even if it's triggering, because this needs to be talked about and action needs to be taking taken. And some people are like, "Well, you're in the UK. Like, what's it? You know, what's it got to do? with You've got your kids. You're in the UK. What's the problem?" And I'm like, if every single person had that attitude, "Oh, well, what's the problem? It's not my backyard. It's not my problem." Where would we be in the world? Where would we be? And actually, at the moment, I'm supporting more clients in the US and Canada than clients in the UK. That's just the way it works out sometimes, that my client base is based all over the world. So I am channeling my anger and using it as agitation, using it as energy to take action. And I'm running a free class Um, Next Tuesday, and I'm not going to be ranting about the changes in law, I promise, I'm going to be talking about what we can do with emotions that are held in our body, like anger, like the feelings of injustice, like when we can't stop just bursting into tears because the rage inside of us is ripping us apart. I'm going to talk about what to do with those emotions and how to get them out of your body, so that you can emotionally regulate. So that your body isn't living in this state of hyper arousal. You're trying to conceive in the most turbulent times in our recent history. And I saw a clip the other day that was um, like talking about, you know, normally there'd be like, you know, a load of things might happen like a 10 year period. We've had like 10 years worth of blimmin' shit. In the space of two years, it's like it's just crammed in one thing after another. Like have COVID, have an effing war, have like oh monkey monkey virus, just throw some monkey virus in there, just for, for, Throw it all in, and then oh let's just mess with women's rights. Let's just oh and it. The really cynical part of me is like oh it's like just like just turning up the heat and oh what can we do just to like make this explosion like. let's just mess with this yeah and i'm like i cannot live i for one i cannot live holding this anger in my body it is making me unable to function unable to do what i'm good at which is supporting people holding space for them allowing my own emotions just to be neutral in that situation to hold space for others and say yes I'm running a class to what work through this myself because as I'm writing the class as I'm creating it as I am walking in the woods asking for guidance asking for you know what meditation should I bring into that what technique should we be doing and as I'm talking to my friends and colleagues about it and they're giving me ideas and they're giving me words and, and thoughts and sparks of things I'm then allowing to grow over the course of the week so that I have no idea what we're actually going to talk about on Tuesday because it will be so different to what currently exists in my mind. It will evolve and develop and then by next Tuesday will become. and then again it will change depending on who comes to the call, who's there live, the questions that you ask, the the things that you need help with, that will all shape the shape the hour that we spend together and i set that intention that what is needed will will come up what each of you need who come onto the call i will ask you at the beginning to set an intention to say like this is what i need from this from this hour this is what i need from you this is what i need from the other women coming onto the call and so that's what we will do that's we will come together And we will take whatever we are bottling up inside and I will show you how to transmute that, how to change those emotions, no matter what view you have on, you know, any of the things that are happening in the world at the minute, because we don't have choice on what we're exposed to. We don't have choice on what happens in the world, but we have choice on how we respond and what we choose to do with that information that's coming in. Because we are powerful and we forget that and we feel powerless. And when we feel powerless, we feel awful. Because our bodies are showing us, they're making us feel awful to remind us that we're we're not, um, the thought is wrong, basically. If you imagine it that your thoughts are hurting you. If your body is hurting, if you're wearing shoes that hurt your feet, you take off the shoes. The shoes are not right for you. They're not serving you. If your thoughts are hurting you, if the anger you feel is hurting you, it's your body saying it's not serving you. It's not right for you. You need to take it off. You need to get it out. You need to let it flow through you and not let it completely consume you so that is what we're going to be doing next thursday i really hope you can join me you can sign up at embracefertility.co.uk and there's a big button on the front page uh, with free class Just go into there if you're already on my mailing list you'll automatically get the zoom link to come at 1 p.m british summertime next tuesday which I think is 8 a.m new york 10 p.m sydney There will be a recording for anyone who can't come live, but the more of us that can come live, um, it's really beautiful to come together and have that space to be together. So I really hope that you can join us live. Bye.